0: Hey, what's up everybody, welcome to the BHITP podcast, this is your host Dante Fortson, and today I'm going to be talking to you about law keeping, Uh, this is one of the new uh, segments on the show, doctrines of deception, we're going to be talking about the deception in that, Uh, before I get into that, I want to ask everybody to keep me in prayer, been a little bit under the weather for the last few days, so definitely asking for prayer for that, Receive a lot of hate mail, all kind of just different spiritual attack stuff going on. So definitely keep me covered in prayer for those of you out there willing to pray. Appreciate it, and make sure you go to the BlackHistoryInTheBible.com website to get your free book if you haven't already. It's Pre-Slavery Christianity. Uh, you can you'll get the link. Put your email address in the box. You'll get the link in a um, confirmation email to download the book. Make sure you also click the link so that you can receive updates on new shows, new studies, and everything else. And let's go ahead and jump into this so before I really get started this is definitely going to be a two-parter and because we're coming into the holiday weekend um, I'm gonna do the second part tomorrow actually so you guys are gonna get two shows back-to-back so make sure you don't miss tomorrow morning show which will be the second part to this not sure if there'll be a third part but there's a lot of information to cover on the law and the reason I want to cover this and the reason it's so important Is because there's a lot of false teaching out there a lot of people are deceived into believing that we need to keep the laws and the Commandments of the Old Testament in order to get grace and it's just a lot of inconsistent teaching and so I do want to address this because that seems to be a sticking point for a lot of people who have become awakened and realize that Christ was a man of color a black man and so immediately they gravita- gravitate towards the camps because the camps are the ones that are openly teaching that Christ was black, and so it becomes sort of like a beacon to draw people in. And if you listen to my uh, my show about um, Edom versus um, the Gentiles, I covered why the Edomite doctrine of the camps is dangerous and will possibly Lead people in the hell which again I believe is more than possible I believe it definitely does uh, because it, it basically forces you to break two commandments off top one of which um, well actually both of those commandments hating your brother hating the Edomite who's your brother will cause you to lose salvation uh, because it says if you hate them you hate God um, And Christ said you have to love God that's one of his commandments so let's get into that and that's gonna segue us into everything uh, Christ's commandments if you love me keep my commandments he gave two commandments: love God with all your heart mind soul and strength and then love your neighbors yourself so this one gets into the law-keeping so the camps a lot of the camps I'm not gonna name any specific if you just run into any camp or anybody that's not in the camp anybody in general is teaching this doctrine you just need to understand for yourself um, where they are coming from and what scripture says so the teaching is that The reason we were put into slavery or bondage or sent into Egypt by ships, the reason this happened was failure to keep the 613 laws and commandments that the Most High gave our ancestors to keep. And so they believe that's what led to our enslavement. However, that's only partially true. It's not the full teaching of the law. And the problem is, that these camps have a lot of people out there teaching and they are not called to teach and I'm going to take you um, to first 1 Corinthians 1228 to really kick this off today I'm going to cover mostly the old Testament, actually 100% Old Testament except for these couple verses I'm about to read you here at the top it says and God has set some in the church first apostles secondarily prophets thirdly teachers after that miracles then gifts of healing helps governments diversities of tongues Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. All right, so Paul broke it down and says, look, everybody has different gifts. One of those gifts is being a teacher, and I do not believe that the vast majority of these guys out here teaching on the corners, I don't believe that they were called to teach because of what they're teaching. And then in Ephesians 4.11, it says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So, again, reiterated there that some, not all, some are called to be pastors and teachers. And that's Ephesians 4.11 through 12. And that uh, first one I read in Corinthians I actually went a little bit further. That was First uh, Corinthians 12.28-31 um, always go back and read the scriptures for yourself you don't know if I'm lying or not if you ain't if you haven't laid eyes on it lay eyes on it act 1711 check to see everything I'm saying whether or not it's a lie I don't care how much you like me I could be lying to you You don't know unless you lay the your eyes on the scriptures for yourself same thing you need to do with the camps so let's get into what was the root cause of slavery it wasn't a general breaking of the law them eating pork was not what got them sent into slavery wearing mixed fabrics did not get them sent into slavery eating shrimp didn't get them mixed into slavery rounding their beards or not separating the women for a week while they're on their period there are so many laws and commandments none of those were why we got sent into slavery see what happens is the the camp getting so ingrained in this oh we have to follow the law that they are blinded to everything else in the law and they don't read all the scriptures and so you'll notice that they only come from certain scriptures they don't take you in depth through the Bible and give you a deep study they quote stuff that they know and they don't take it beyond that so let's look at Deuteronomy 734 I call this the fine print the Bible has a lot of fine print and the Bible tells us if we just go to scripture the Bible tells us exactly what it is that caused us to go into slavery and I'm gonna start at Deuteronomy 7 verses 3 through 4 and read the whole chapter for yourself. Get the context. Deuteronomy verses seven, or chapter seven, verses three through four. Neither shalt thou make marriages with them, and thy daughters thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son, for they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you, and destroy thee suddenly. Deuteronomy 7 3 through 4 so this is when Israel went to the land God said do not take these people as your um, wives don't give them your sons and daughters because they are going to lead you away and cause my anger to destroy you he tells them this because of the other gods and this is going to be consistent uh, go through Exodus 20 read the first two commandments you should not have other gods before me don't bow down to them don't make any graven images I'm paraphrasing uh, that's found in Exodus chapter 20 the first ten commandments so those are the first two which coincides with what Christ said the first commandment is the greatest of all love God all your heart mind soul and strength when you get to Deuteronomy 819 it's reiterated again and it shall be if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish now What's interesting about this, and that's Deuteronomy eight nineteen. What's interesting about this is that every other law has a sacrifice that you can do. If you eat shrimp or if you eat pork or if you round your beards or uh, wear mixed fabric or uh, break the Sabbath, you will not necessarily be killed for it. You could, you could make a sacrifice and atone for that, but in these verses we see that the punishment, for worshiping other gods in Deuteronomy 7 it says God's anger will be kind against you and you'll be destroyed. Deuteronomy 8:19 says, you will surely perish. You can also, I'm not going to read these, but I'm going to give you these verses for you to read on your own time right here. Deuteronomy 11 verses 16 through 17 talks about worshiping false gods and the punishment for it. Deuteronomy chapter 29, read the entire chapter. It covers this subject in depth. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 17 through 20 read that this is going to be the same thing throughout the punishment for worshiping other gods is the destruction of Israel and their enslavement so here's one that's even more clear this comes from Deuteronomy chapter 31 uh, verses 16 through 18 it says and the Lord said unto Moses behold thou shalt sleep with thy fathers and this people will rise up and go a whoring after other gods of the strangers of the land, whither they go to be among them, and will forsake me, and break my covenant which I have made with them. Then my anger shall be kindled against them in that day, and I will forsake them. I will hide my face from them, and they shall be devoured, and many evils and troubles shall befall them, so that they will say in that day, Are not these evils come upon us, because our God is not among us? And I will surely hide my face in that day for all the evils which they have brought in that they turned unto other gods. So, again, we see this in the fine print. He says, if you turn after these other gods, when the evil happens, I'm not going to be anywhere to help you. So you have to ask yourself, why aren't the camps teaching this? If If they are so... Um, well-knowledged in the Old Testament and they love to refer to the Old Testament so much why aren't they being specific why do they tell you that we were sent into slavery for breaking the law it's because they haven't gone through and studied this they saw some information got a general understanding and ran with it and so now they've been teaching it so long that in order to backtrack they would first have to swallow their pride and admit That they haven't been teaching the full truth the whole time which to me is better than continuing a lie but you have to teach that you have not been you know telling the full truth the whole time there's a more specific reason that we were put into slavery and you can go to Deuteronomy 32 16 through 17 and read some more about that and also in Joshua chapter 23 23 verse 16 it's reiterated again so let's let's go to Joshua uh, 24 verse 20, and you see how many verses I'm giving you that's going to verify everything I'm saying and when it comes down to it, you either believe the camps or you believe scripture. You don't have to believe me, but read the verses in scripture for yourself that I'm giving you, and for those of you trying to take notes, don't don't burn your hand out. Um, when, when this is done, uh, later on today, I'm going to post this on blackhistoryinthebible.com. It is episode 12. Uh, if you're looking for the podcast, episode 12, it'll have all the show notes with all these verses in it. You can copy and paste it or you know go check them out yourself however you want to do it all the notes will be there for you so i'm going to read joshua chapter 24 verse 20 if ye forsake the lord and serve strange gods then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you after that he hath done you good so it's saying that like, even after god's done all his good if you turn and serve other gods god is going to turn on you so this is foundational because, again, the first two commandments, the punishment is God turning his back on you, turning his wrath on you. The other commandments all had sacrifices associated with forgiveness, the wave offering, the sin offering, the burnt offering. I mean, they they had so many different offerings you could make for different things, and you can check this out again. Verify what I'm saying, Judges 2.12. Now, as you notice, I'm going through the Bible book by book in order so far. Uh, This warning is all over the place because God did not want Israel chasing after other gods. And so he had to drive this point home. So let me get to Judges um, chapter 10. I'm going to read verses 10 through 14. And again, you're going to see this theme here. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, saying, We have sinned against thee both because we have forsaken our God and also served Balaam. And, and this is the part right here that caught my attention. This next, uh, started verse 11. And the Lord said unto the children of Israel, did not I deliver you from the Egyptians and from the Amorites, from the children of Ammon and from the Philistines, the Zidonians also, and the Amalekites, and the Moanites did oppress you, and ye cried to me, and I delivered you out of their hands. Yet ye have forsaken me and served other gods. Wherefore, I deliver, I will deliver you no more. Go and cry unto the gods which you have chosen. Let them deliver you in your time of trouble. And that's Judges chapter 10, verses 10 through 14. So you see that God is a jealous God, and the Bible says that. Your God is a jealous God. That's in the first two commandments. So when he kept saving them from all these nations they kept turning to worship other the gods uh, the scenario in Exodus with Aaron comes to mind where God had just delivered them from Egypt Moses went up to the mountain with Joshua to talk to God and as they're up on this mountain God is giving him the commandments of the people and while they're down there Aaron who is clearly a metal worker because he fashioned a golden calf out of jewelry and random um, Parts, gold and stuff, gold jewelry. He fashions a calf on the spot. So I'm assuming he was some kind of metal worker, or at least dabbled in it. And he made this thing for them to worship. By the time Moses, matter of fact, Moses wasn't even done. God said, "Look, get down the mountain. Look what the people are doing." It interrupt what Mo, what Aaron did interrupted what God was doing, to the point that God stopped what he was telling Moses to have Moses go down there and fix it because God is a jealous God and He won't give His glory to other gods so when we look at our situation as uh, Hebrews trapped over here in America and scattered all over the world and look at what our people are doing people are praying to the African ancestors that's not going to save us they're trying to embrace their African religions and heritage and and I've seen people try to go through the possession rituals where they they let the ancestors possess them that's same thing our ancestors are doing trying to get into the other religions picking up the religions of the other nations Praying to Allah, that's not going to save us. Picking up uh, Islam is not going to save us because that is not the same God. That's not our God. That's not the Most High. Praying to what people perceive to be a white Savior or a Middle Eastern Savior or an olive skin Savior, that is a lie because the Bible says burn bronze. So if you're going through and lying and changing the color or if you're under the belief that it doesn't matter and you can just imagine Christ have you want to that's not going to save you that's no different than what Aaron did because when Aaron built the cow he said these are your gods right here that saved you from Egypt you can't just assign God an image so when Aaron assigned that cow to God God didn't say oh well it doesn't matter what image you make of me he didn't ignore it he told Moses get down there and take care of it and he destroyed it they could have said oh this is the most high we're gonna worship the most high doesn't matter so painting a picture of a white Jesus and saying this is Christ and this is what represents Christ and it doesn't matter what color he is, you can worship him as this image, that's not true. There's no different than what they're doing than what Aaron did. The only thing that's gonna save us from our captivity is that we acknowledge our sins and the sins of our fathers, not just direct fathers, but you know, our ancestors, repent, accept Christ as our Savior, and pray to the most high for deliverance. In a nutshell. That's the only thing that's going to save us. And you go to Second Kings 22:17 and see again. Second Kings 22:17 is another verse for you to check out. So I'm going to read Second uh, Chronicles. I'm going to move on to Second Chronicles chapter seven, verses 21 to 22 to further prove my point. And this house, which is high, shall be an astonishment to everyone that passes by it, so that he shall say, Why hath the Lord done thus unto this land and unto this house? And it shall be answered because they forsook the lord god of their fathers which brought them forth out of the land of egypt and laid hold on other gods and worshiped them and served them therefore hath he brought all this evil upon them so again it's very specific to the first two commandments that this is why the slavery keeps happening when we bind ourselves to serve other gods god in turn punishes our people by forcing us to serve other people who were supposed to be our servants or the servants of Israel or below Israel, not necessarily servants or slaves in in that context. But basically, Israel was supposed to be on top. All the other nations are supposed to be on the bottom. But because they took God and moved him to the bottom and served other gods, God then took them and moved them to the bottom. See, so it all lines up when you're consistent with scripture. Uh, let's move on to Jeremiah chapter five, verse seven. How shall I pardon thee for this? Thy children have forsaken me, and sworn by them that are no gods, when I had fed them to the full. They then committed adultery and assembled themselves by troops in the harlot's houses. Now I want you to go read Jeremiah 5 in its entirety for context, talking about is them going after other gods. He's not talking about them physically going out and committing adultery. He's talking. He refers to Israel as his wife. And he says that they went out and committed adultery with all these other gods. And so and he said they assembled themselves by troops in the of houses. They were going and worshiping these other gods in mass. And he said, How shall I pardon thee for this? So again, this is linked the punishment is linked to other gods. Jeremiah five nineteen, further down, he clarifies Jeremiah five nineteen is where he specifies that yes, this is because of worshiping other gods. And it shall come to pass, when ye shall say, Wherefore doeth the Lord our God all these things unto us? Then shall thou answer them. Now pay attention. This is this is for the camp teachers right here. I want the camp teachers specifically to pay attention to this. When people ask you why we were enslaved, it says, Then shall thou answer them, Like as ye have forsaken me and served strange gods in your land, so shall ye serve strangers in a land that is not yours that's the answer you're supposed to give not that oh we broke the law you're supposed to tell people that because we forsook God serve strange gods in the land and so therefore the punishment was to serve strangers in a land that is not our own which goes back to what God told Abraham your descendants will serve people in a land that is not their own for 400 years again consistency of Scripture uh, so let's move on here Jeremiah uh, let's see Jeremiah chapter 11 verses 10 through 11 says, they are turned back to the iniquities of their forefathers, which refused to hear my words. And they went after other gods to serve them. The house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken my covenant, which I made with their fathers. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. So, again, what did he say? They went after other gods to serve them. So he's going to bring evil upon them that they shall not escape. And again, once again, he's talking about the slavery. Go through and read all this for context yourself. Don't take my word for it. And you can find more of this, Jeremiah uh, 16, 11 through 13. Matter of fact, I'm going to um, pull that up and read that. I hadn't planned on reading it, but I do. I did change my mind about it. I do want to read that one. Uh, let's see here. Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 11 through 13. It says, Then shall thou say unto them, Because your fathers have forsaken me, saith the Lord, and have walked after other gods and served them and worshiped them, and have forsaken me, and have not kept my law, and ye have done worse than your fathers. For behold, ye walk everyone after the imagination of the evil heart, that they may not hearken unto me. Therefore will I cast you out of this land into a land that ye know not neither ye nor your fathers, and there ye shall serve other gods day and night where I will not show you favor. So basically he's like, oh, you want to serve other gods? Okay, I will put you into slavery where you'll be forced to serve other gods. And we saw that happen with um, slavery where they forced the European interpretation of Christianity on us and convinced many of our people or forced many of our people to worship a white, version of Christ which is not Christ he they forced us to worship other gods and I'm not getting into the semantics of whether or not you want to call yourself Christian that's not what I get into because the word Christian to me means someone who follows Christ however because it has become associated with the European deception I started referring to myself as a Christ follower instead of a Christian uh, but, again, I don't like to get into the semantics. I don't knock anybody that still wants to call themselves a Christian. If you do that, that is fine with me. Um, if you know exactly what you mean by it, and you know that, you know, you, you believe in Christ, the truth of Christ, and you're following Christ, I don't see anything wrong with calling yourself a Christian because Christ is a t- uh, title. And the word Christian just basically means Christ follower. So don't get caught up in the semantics of that. And then I'm going to go to uh, Jeremiah 19, 11 through 13, uh, same verses, 11 through 13. This is in chapter uh, 19. Give me a second here. And to pull this one up, I wasn't going to read this one either, but I do have a few extra minutes. All right, so Jeremiah 19, verses 11 through 13. It says, and shall say unto them. Remember, read these whole chapters for context. Don't just go cherry pick these verses that I'm giving you. Read the whole chapter for context. Says, and shalt thou say unto them, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Even so will I break this people and this city as one breaketh a potter's vessel that cannot be made whole again, and they shall bury them in Tophet, till there be no place to bury. Thus will I do unto this place, saith the Lord, and to the inhabitants thereof, and even make this city as Tophet. And the houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah shall be defiled as the place of Tophet, because of all the houses upon whose roofs they have burned incense unto all the host of heaven, and have poured out drink offerings unto other gods. So he says, I'm going to do this because you have gone after these other gods. So there's there's a consistency here to Scripture. And once again, I encourage you to go ask the camp teachers that are teaching their doctrine. Why they aren't telling you this why they aren't being specific about which laws in particular got the per- curse placed on our people and again those two I just read Jeremiah 16 verses 11 through 13 and Jeremiah 19 verses 11 through 13 uh, so moving on I'm gonna go to Jeremiah chapter 25 verse 6 it says and go not after other gods to serve them and to worship them and provoke me not to anger with the works of your hands, and I will do you no hurt. He says this, if you don't go after the gods, I won't do you any harm. So this leads back to what I was saying originally. You didn't get put into slavery for not following the law to not eat pork. You didn't get put into slavery for you know, getting tattoos or cutting off our locks or shaving our heads or making etchings in our skin or any of the other 611 laws and commandments. It was the first two about worshiping God only and serving other gods that got our ancestors put into slavery. And so, again, for the camp teachers, why aren't y'all teaching this? Why is it that you spend so much time in the Old Testament and yet? I haven't seen a camp put together a comprehensive teaching on exactly why we're put into slavery they come at you with this we didn't follow the law and the reason they come at you with that is because they're preying on people's ignorance and I'm not saying ignorance in a bad way I'm speaking of ignorance as in people that don't know because they're either new to the faith or they've been in the faith and have not bothered to pick up the Bible and do what acts seventeen eleven said and check what these people are saying to make sure it's in the scriptures to whether these things be so Acts 17, 11, that's your best weapon against deception. You check these scriptures every single time. Not sometimes, but every single time. So uh, let me read Jeremiah 44, verses 7 through 8. Uh, we've got about four minutes left. Uh, it says, Therefore now, thus saith the Lord, the God of hosts, the God of Israel, wherefore commit ye this great evil against your souls, to cut off from you man and woman, child and suckling, out of Judah, to leave you none to remain, In that ye provoke me unto wrath with the works of your hands, burning incense unto other gods in the land of Egypt, whither ye be gone to dwell, that ye might cut yourselves off, that ye might be a curse and a reproach among all nations on the earth. So, again, them serving other gods is what led to them being cursed. Uh, it says here had ye forgotten this is verse nine have ye forgotten the wickedness of your fathers and the wickedness of the kings of Judah and the wickedness of their wives and your own wickedness and the wickedness of your wives, which they have committed in the land of Judah and in the streets of jerusalem so this is this is a thing that has been ongoing, and he goes on and um throughout there and talks about other gods uh when you get down to verse fifteen he says then all the men which knew that their wives had burned incense unto other gods, and all the women that stood by, a great multitude, even all the people that dwelt in the land of Egypt and Pathros, answered Jeremiah, saying, As for the word that thou hast spoken unto us in the name of the Lord, we will not hearken unto thee. So they outright refused. It says, But we will certainly do whatever thing goeth forth out of our own mouth, to burn incense unto the queen of heaven, and to pour out drink offerings unto her, as we have done. We and our fathers, our kings, our princes in the city of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then had we plenty of victuals and were well and saw no evil. But since we left off to burn incense to the queen of heaven and to pour out drink offerings unto her, we have wanted all things and have been consumed by the king So this is something you need to keep in mind. This is all about other gods. So finally, and the reason this happens is because God will not give his glory to another I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I will not give to another. That's Isaiah forty two and eight. And then Isaiah forty eight eleven repeats that and I will close out with this. Uh, Jeremiah thirty one verses thirty one through thirty three. Behold the days come, saith the Lord, and I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the old covenant, but with their fathers, And the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break. Although I was a husband unto them, saith the Lord but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write in their hearts and will be their God, and they shall be my people. So I'm going to jump back into that in part two, but I want you to go back, look up all those verses, check the show notes, go to blackhistoryinthebible.com. Make sure you get the free book. Make sure you click the um, confirmation link so you get all the emails. But that's it for today. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a message. Until tomorrow, I'm out.